Look, marketing your business is hard, and that's why I made this podcast, to help you and your business get unstuck and gain predictable growth. I'm Drew Bedard, and this is the Marketing That Works podcast. For a show list and my favorite tools and resources, visit marketingthatworkspodcast.com. Now, let's get into the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Drew Bedard here. Hope you're having a great week. It's uh, a week after one of our big uh, races, so it's a little bit of transition into uh, switching the brain over to think about some different things and trying to get some rest to get the the battery charged back up. It's interesting, and probably all of you out there that go through this from a conference to an event to something is that you you, you ramp up to something with a clock ticking, and then you basically for the time that it's going on you have people visiting and you have people in town or you have people that are attending whatever that you're putting on it's a huge um adrenaline rush uh and what you're basically operating off of is adrenaline for for three days so when you come off of that it has two very distinct uh feelings to it it's very interesting it feels um it feels like you've been on a drug for three days so i don't have much experience with this but it it feels like you're 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 sort of floating or flying and then you and then you come back down so there's like a there's almost like a a mini depression but not from an ego standpoint it's just it's just the chemicals in your body are are calming back down to normal levels the other thing is since you've been running on adrenaline you're exhausted because your body's basically kicked in all of its overdrive um you know chemicals systems processes to to get you to run at a high level because you have to be on basically you know uh, 12, 14, 16, 18 hours a day um, during the days that you're having an event. So it's really interesting. Um, but I guess that's just more preparing uh, whoever's out there for a conference. If you're ever running a conference or an event or anything like that, you just, you got to prepare yourself well, try to uh, get good night's rest before it happens, try to eat the best that you possibly can. Um, because you will have, you'll have some time afterwards where you just don't understand. Like, you you know, I'm still three or four days later and I'm still tired. I'm still exhausted. And I don't know why it's, but it's because I you run so hard for a few days and then your body, um, has to readjust back to normality. So it's very interesting, but that is not what this, uh, podcast was about. So excuse my rant off the top. I'm going to start doing a series uh, for everybody out there on, I guess you would basically call it my teachers, um, marketing masters that I follow via, you know, podcast, website, blog, whatever, um, vlog, YouTube. And so I'm going to do a series on marketing masters that I think would benefit you. And some will be very obvious and they'll be the very mainstream names that you know. And maybe some will be some that you don't really know of yet. And you're going to explore them and and understand more about them and, uh, you know, what they've meant to me. And what I really would love to hear in this, because I'm, I'm a studier, a learner myself, is that I want to hear from you guys, whether it's over Twitter or send me an email or, um, 
I'll put a contact form on the marketingthatworkspodcast.com website. Uh, I'd love to hear who you follow, who I'm not following so that I can learn more. Like I just got a couple of new books, one by Dan Kennedy and a lot of people talk about him, but I don't know much about him, but I hear a lot of people talk about him. And so I just ordered one of his books, Magnetic Marketing, and I'm going to dig into that, but he's supposed to be a master marketer, copywriter, and so I'm interested in learning more. So if you have anybody at Drew Bedard on Twitter, drewbedard at gmail.com is my email and I would love to hear from you. So my marketing master for today is Seth Godin. Um, I think, again, that's probably more of a mainstream. Seth is what I would consider sort of the, the godfather of, of modern marketing and um, he's a Hall of Famer for the Direct Marketing Association. I hope I'm getting that right. But Seth's work, you know, he's best best-selling author of roughly 20 books at this point, including, you know, Purple Cow and Lynchpin, The Dip, um, a ton of different books. Um, and just what I've learned, so, you know, I'm going to sort of give a few things that I've learned from each one of these marketing masters. First is that from Seth, is that we are all artists. We have art inside of us. And that's something I've had to come to grips with is because to some people, I'm pretty strange. Like they don't understand why I am the way I am, if I'm fanatical about certain things, certain, and and people, it can also, funny enough, it can be off-putting to some people how fanatical I am about certain things. And then to other people, they sort of get it. But what I've understood from Seth is that there is art inside of every single one of us. It's just what is that art? What are you, what are you crazy about? Or what, are, what would people deem that you're a little bit out there on but you're obsessed with? Um, and that's not, you know, people in the, the traditional sense of art think about uh, painting, uh, music, uh, the creative arts. But I think what Seth is saying is that there's a special craziness inside of all of us, um, an artist that's waiting to come out that is can be in any uh, vocation. So even a teacher who uses their platform in a classroom of elementary or middle school kids to teach and does it in a creative way that they are passionate about that they uh, apply things in a classroom for kids. That's art. That is something that is outside the norm and something within your, you know, zone of genius. I think that's, that's also what, uh, learning from Seth about art is that really it's this sort of flow state and this sort of zone of genius that is coming out of you. And that's the art inside of you. So whatever comes out, whatever, when you, whenever you guys get those feelings of, I just did something for four or five hours and the time I was floating and the time flew by and I don't know why, um, but all I want to do is do more of that and I want to read more about it and I want to learn more about it, then you found your zone of genius maybe, your, the artist inside of you, something that applies, something that's God-given that, you know, God reached down and said, this is what your fingerprint on the world's going to be something that you're going to be special at. So, um, that's the first thing I think from Seth. The second thing is to, uh, be different. You know, purple cow is a great book for some, I've actually heard some that don't like it very much. And Seth's writing is a certain like acquired taste, like a fine wine that 
Seth sort of writes in these short bursts that are all very similar in nature. So every one of his chapters or every one of his little stories that he writes are coming from a same similar thread because obviously a book is about an idea. You know, Purple Cow is such... I really loved Purple Cow. It's probably my favorite Seth Godin book. But, you know, the the synopsis of the book is... Um, and, you know, the story that he kind of tells off the top is, you know, you can be passing by um, a field of cows and all cows look pretty similar to one another, you know, black, spotted, whatever it is. And but if you've um, black, white, spotted, you, you know, you look and you see out in fields, you see similar cows all the time. But what if there was a purple cow? It would be something that you would not only stop, you would say, oh my gosh, I'm going to stop, I'm going to take a video, I'm going to take a picture. It's different, it's noticeable. And I think that's one of the other common threads through Seth's writing and, and constant blogging. You know, ama- another th- amazing thing about Seth, he's been doing a everyday blog for like five or six straight years or something. It's, you know, thousands of posts. Um, and they're all very profound, very short bursts. Um, he, he runs a bunch of other programs, but the purple cow idea of being different, being special, that being remarkable, he uses the word remarkable a lot. Um, how can you stand out from the crowd? Because, you know, special marketing is not commonplace. It's not the same. It's not, you know, there, there is, there is polarity to marketing. You have to be on one end of the spectrum or another to stand out. You have to do something special. You have to do something. And I've talked about this before, the three advertising models that I think work of um, polarizing, funny, or um, heartstrings, something that uh, makes us emotional in some way. So that's the second big idea from Seth is about being different, standing out, being special. Um, another strong idea that Seth really pushes is this connection economy um, type idea that we are in in a Facebook Instagram world. We are now in this. We are now, and maybe it's passing or it's we're still in it. Is that we're in this connection economy that um, really what the world and with our smartphones, what we want right now is we want connection to other humans, but in a different way, we don't necessarily want it in the same traditional sense that our grandparents used to have it with the corner store where you go in and you shoot the bull for a a while and you sit and you, you know, or you, um, I'm going to see Sebastian Maniscalco, the, the comedian this weekend. And he, he tells a funny story about 20 years ago when your doorbell rang and people would say, it's called company and people used to walk into your house and, you know, it was a pleasant thing and you sit down, you have some coffee and people talk and, you know, you walk around neighborhoods. That doesn't happen anymore. It happens a lot over um, smartphones and, and also, yeah, now your doorbell rings today and it's like, get down, everybody, shut the lights off. Um, pretend like we're not here, you know, so it's a different connection economy today. It's the Facebook connection economy of being connected virtually and through the internet. Um, but that is, there is still something to human connection and relationships. But so just another kind of big idea from Seth is this connection economy where it moved from the industrial revolution of widgets and everything. And now the, the world is connected via, you know, fiber and internet wires. And if you're connected to a bunch of other people in your field and you can grow and, you know, another big one that Seth pushes is the 1000 true fans, the Kevin Kelly article, 
Um, and he talks about that all the time that you don't, and this is kind of connected to his art theory is that you don't necessarily need the whole world to know about you. You don't need the whole world to love you. You need 1000 true fans that real, that buy everything that you make. And that's how Seth made his, you know, what is now probably a fortune on book selling and, and everything else is that he basically said, I'm going to make books. I'm going to sell to a certain person and I'm going to be relentless and I'm going to, and I'm going to be, I'm not going to compromise. I'm going to make art just for them. You know, when you look at the great painters or the great musicians, you know, some people love them and some people hate them. I mean, look at Michael Jackson, Prince, Madonna, Um, And then you look at the famous painters of Van Gogh and blah, 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 go on and on and on. I mean, some people loved it and some people hated it, but they had a a cult-like following that made them um, famous to a group of people. Now, those people mostly got famous to the whole world, but it started with something small, some fanatical group of people who loved everything about what they put out and and then you know it kind of it grows from there but you don't necessarily in this day and age you don't need a million people you could maybe make a piece of art and whether that be writing or blogging or music or paint you know art uh, painting or whatever it might be or counseling or teaching or whatever it might be you need 1000 true fans if you you can make a living off of that if that's the way you choose to do it by teaching others potentially so i'll wrap it up with that um i know this has been a longer one but seth godin is definitely on my marketing masters uh list and i encourage you today to go pick up one of his books and yes purple cow is probably one i'd start with um Icarus Deception is another one that I like. Lynchpin's one that I like. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Tribes. Tribes is another good one that I really like. So check them out today. Check out the blog, uh, Seth's blog. Sign up for it. You get a daily email or an every couple day email. And uh, they're they're profound and, and terrific. And they make you ponder things. But go check out Seth Godin, one of my marketing masters. And if you hadn't heard of him, now you know. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of him because he's he's very well known in every marketing circle. But hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'll keep them coming with the Marketing Master Series and have a great rest of your week and weekend. And I'll talk to you soon. Hey guys, before you go, one more thing. People are asking me all the time for book recommendations and I wanted to give my favorite book from the last couple of years. And it is Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson. Bar none, it is my favorite marketing book that I've read. I've actually reread it three times over the last two years. It's my favorite marketing book. It kind of masks itself under the guise of an expert book where you're sort of learning to build a platform, but literally the best marketing advice that I've gotten, not only from Russell's podcast, but really from his books and Expert Secrets is that book that I recommend and actually I gift to most people. So I've set up a page on my website so you can go right to it because actually Russell offers it for free, which is really cool. It's free plus shipping, which ends up being like eight bucks, which is cheaper than any book that you could get on Amazon. And this is the best marketing book that I've read in a while. So you go to marketingthatworkspodcast.com slash secrets. So I've set up that page for you. It's actually got a link to his other book called .com Secrets. 
Both books are amazing, but I would really recommend you check out Expert Secrets. And again, it's free. So go to marketingthatworkspodcast.com slash secrets and check that out today. Have a great day.